This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up for Wednesday show. The last ever catch-up. That's not true. That's For not, the week. For the week, sure. We said last ever, so. For the week. You cut me off. Okay, did I? Yes. I was, I was holding for suspense. Yeah, I'm going on holiday uh, tomorrow and the day after. When so. do you get back? On get the back Saturday? Monday. Get back. Oh, I get, yeah, back Saturday. So yeah, right. Just a three-day little getaway. Keppel Island. It's going to be nice. Yeah, you're going to go fishing? Yeah. Should take up fishing. I know. I don't know if you can go fishing there, can you? Yeah, I've seen people fish. What are you trying? There's a coral reef, though. You're just trying to catch clownfish or something. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Try and catch the, the no, endangered pretty, tropical fish somewhere. I'm sure there's something you are allowed to catch. I've definitely seen people fishing there. Like as of last weekend yeah. when I was there. I'm not really a fisher. I'm more of a watcher. I like to watch the fish. So I'll sit in the. Sh- yeah, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Gonna go snorkeling. Yeah, gonna, I'm gonna sit in the shells and watch the fish. You should get a paddleboard. Have a crack at a paddleboard. It's very a stand-up paddleboard or a. You can well, I you can stand, you can kneel. Whatever, it's very relaxing. I think you'd enjoy a lot, a lot actually. Yeah, we'll see how the weather is. But twenty uh, bucks an hour. I know this is. I don't know what the. This is might sound like an ad, but I thought that was a very good deal. Twenty bucks an hour. That's all right for yeah. uh, the paddleboard. I feel like it's on the cheaper side across the country. For arguably, <laughs> you're just making that up. You've got no, no idea. No, I've rented several paddleboards. Have before. you really? Yeah, yeah. That's and like the I knew che- about you. Like the standard is like, I was saying this to Haley as well because she also thought twenty was cheap. <laughs> She's like thirty five bucks. I, I reckon thirty five bucks is about the standard. Australian. Well, friend, there you go. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Thirty-five dollars is the standard hourly rate for so. a stand-up paddleboard in America. The country. One time, I paid forty bucks for the hour. That was American. Wow. wow. Yeah. Got ripped off. We're going for international paddleboard rental rates. Now it's getting interesting. Yeah, so we have that on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. <laughs> How much did you pay for your paddleboard? Uh, no, we didn't do that. But we uh, did. Speaking of holidays, though, uh, the Taiwanese have got a genius idea because obviously international holidays aren't a thing. Uh, at the moment, the Taiwanese, they're not letting that bother them. They've got a, uh, a a pretty solid idea to make some money and to get people feeling like they're on holiday. I think using the word genius there a bit freely. Mm. I don't think it is genius, but let's you be the judge of that. Uh, also, imagine if your dad died, but he really didn't. That's what? what that's the reality that a family living through in Colombia right now. That'll make sense soon. Okay. Uh, also, of course, we played Secret Hound. We had a dog bark... Uh, it was a tough one today. Apparently so. Brand new dog bark. A freshie. A fresh dog. A hot dog. Hot off the grill. Yep. A hot dog. Okay. It might have been hot. You don't know the temperature the dog was at when we recorded it. Okay, sure. All right, I guess it stands. <laughs> fine. <laughs> By definition, it's a fine thing to have said. Well, you know, you also don't know the, d- the temperature of it, so you saying it's a hot dog. Yeah, but I'm assuming. You mean, Oh, you mean sexy dog. Yeah, it was a, it's, it's <laughs> just a, a super attractive dog. Yeah, he winked at me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we're getting into that right now. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. Uh, the other day we heard about some sneaky Victorians trying to cross the border, uh, the Queensland border. So shifty. Mm-hmm. They had a, a minivan full of Victorians. Uh, they were stopped at the border, turned away, turned around, slapped four thousand dollar fine each, and there was six of them. Um, so we all know that Victorians can be sneaky. I mean, we snuck up here. We tricked everyone into thinking that we're, we're Queenslanders. <laughs> well, we were allowed to sneak up here. Oh, yeah. That was about a year ago. We were invited to come up here, actually. Yeah. So that doesn't count. And we appreciate your hospitality. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, <laughs> but some more sneaky Victorians are up to their Weasley ways. Uh, they've A couple of them, four of them, have uh, crossed the South Australian border. Victoria is not allowed into pretty much any state. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure the exact details of what's happening with Victoria, but basically they're in a hard lockdown. Well, these yeah. people are specifically from Melbourne who shouldn't be doing much travel at all. Naughty, right? naughty, naughty. Because right, Melbourne is in is in a stage three lockdown, I believe. So 
They're not allowed to go anywhere. They've crossed the border, and I, it just blows my mind how they've done it because they haven't just like you know crossed on foot or driven a car or something. Yeah. They've gotten extra sneaky about it. I would like to have a bit of a guess. I'm imagining it's the classic cartoon thing if they were dressed as a bush <laughs> and then tried to sort of <laughs> scuttle across the, uh, the border. Yeah. And then they got, they got fined, they got figured out, mm. and so the bush so, kept hey. blinking. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad part of the costume to cut eye holes in the bush costume, yeah. no. Uh, but I think maybe we'll see something like that soon, because uh, these four Victorians uh, were stowaways on a freight train. Wow. Genuinely. These guys did it hobo style. That's like, yeah, you used to see that in cartoons and stuff growing yeah. up. People would like just jump onto the back of a train to get somewhere. Uh-huh. It departed Melbourne 10.30 p.m. Monday night. Uh, made its way to South Australia, of course. They were caught yesterday. Uh, there was four of them. They're aged 22, 26, 29, and another 29-year-old. How'd they get caught? Do, we have, do they have sniffer dogs on the border? Well, the thing is, freight trains, like they get searched and stuff. With sniffer dogs? Just give him his, have, have a sniff of a VB can, see if you can find some Victorians. <laughs> I don't think it was, uh, it was a, a sniffer dog. It was just a routine stop they were discovered at. Yeah. Uh, they were apprehended by police. They were been refused bail. They are in, uh, in, well, in jail currently. They are facing court today, expected to get some pretty hefty fines. Whereabouts uh, is the jail? What jail are they in? Oh, God, I don't know. Because uh, they're facing Adelaide Magistrates Court tomorrow. I don't know exactly what jail I. Well, if they're facing Adelaide Magistrates Court, that implies they got into South Australia. Oh, they got in, yeah. 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 Which is like... It worked. It's unfortunate being in prison, but at least they're not in like <laughs> stage three lockdown version of prison. Well, I, I think I... Somehow I tend to think that prison is probably worse than lockdown. You can't leave prison to go on a walk yeah, and you can't go to leave prison to go you know, shop for essentials. If it was between a South Australian prison and a Victorian prison, I know which one I'm taking right now. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Imagine a very sad situation, but where your father mm. passes away. Awful. Horrible. That's part of life, you know? Yeah. Circle of life. But imagine being in a situation where you aren't allowed to visit your, your father. You're not allowed to see the body one last time. Mm. So What's well, the situation a lot of people are in at the moment with yeah. coronavirus? If you, if you pass away from that, you can't, you can't see the body, I think, or you can't be with them in the last moments and stuff. It's Ima- horrible. Imagine breaking into the morgue to try and see it because they said you can't. Breaking in. Like breaking into the morgue. Yeah. Okay, I probably wouldn't do that. I think it's where you lose me. And then you've got to find the body and then it turns out the dead body is not, in fact, a dead body, Hado. What do you mean? So this is coming out. You know how every morning I like to uh, open up and catch up on uh, Colombian news in El Geraldo. Yeah, that's one of your favorite regional Colombian newspaper. One of your go-tos. It's the Observer, the Bulletin, and that one. El Geraldo. Yeah, El Gerardo. Yeah, uh, Geraldo. There's an L in there, mate. Come on. Yeah. Uh, they have reported that a 67-year-old man. His name is Juan Jose Munoz Romero. He rocked up to the Las Panitas Hospital with high blood pressure. Okay. High blood pressure at 67, not an ideal thing to have. He was pronounced was dead shortly after. From high blood? I didn't think high blood pressure was that bad. Like, it's not good, but I didn't think you could... I think it can spiral, and I think it's linked to other sort of health... Right, there you go, didn't know that. ...problems, complications. Uh, but yeah, he was declared dead, 67-year-old man, with uh, after being uh, admitted with high blood pressure. Mm. Um, the family were then told that you can't see the body because of, as you said, current restrictions amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Right. They said he's passed. Unfortunately, you can't see him. We'll cremate him for you, but you can't see him. 
which sucks. Yeah. It's an awful situation to be in. But the family, they said, well, this is, I don't know. They don't tell us that we can't see our dad. He's our father. We get to see him. Yeah. What they did is that night, they broke into the morgue. Wow. They sort of just like really, uh, you know, ocean, not, it's not ocean, it's like Mission Impossible. I imagine they came down from the ceiling <laughs> yeah. on little ropes and stuff. Uh-huh. And they went, they had a look. They went to the thing where, you know, um, all the bodies are stalled in the wall. Yeah, those weird little locker things, those drawers. And they opened the one up that was labeled their father. Mm. And they looked inside and they saw a body, the body of their father. But when they looked at their father in the eye, their father was not dead. (laughs) Their 67-year-old dad, Juan Jose Munez Romero. Still alive. Still alive. Had just been breathing pretty quietly. Oh my god! And so, therefore, the doctors were like, after I guess high blood pressure possibly affects your heart rate. I don't know that for a fact, but I imagine it. I imagine probably, it has something to do with it. Yeah. Um. They said, "Oh, looks pretty dead. He's not breathing. Let's not look for a pulse or anything. Let's just whack him in the morgue." Yeah. They told the family. Oh my god! And so the family then did the right thing. They'd already broken in, <laughs> and then yeah. they they went up to like essentially the administration was like, "Hey." We've just had a bit of a look. Sorry for breaking in, by the yeah, way. But also, you were wrong, and we got to sue you. Yeah. Well, they said, "Hey, our dad's still breathing," and they went, "Oh, it's a common oh, coping sweetie. mechanism." Yeah. No, he's not. No. Oh, he's... he is. <laughs> and then, Whoops. Yeah. And they've taken the dad to a hospital, and now he's in a stable condition. So he's going to be fine. Yeah. One Jose Munez Romero will live to fight another day. Oh my god. I mean, he's still got high blood pressure, which isn't ideal. No. But, but... at the very least, he's not going to die in a morgue. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. I'm in Van Buren. This is what it feels like on Hit. I'll tell you what it feels like. It feels like good because we're doing this. (laughs) On a Wednesday, Nick, it's Feel Good Wednesdays. Feels like good. Yes, it does, Nick. I'm glad you're already feeling good. It's the worst sentence I've ever heard. (laughs) Nick, it's a segment where I make everyone listening feel good. Guaranteed. If you don't feel good, I was going to say I'll give you money, but I think maybe you'd be able to hold me to that. So no, don't worry about that. Uh, But I don't even need to offer a money guarantee because it's already guaranteed. I'm so confident that I don't even need to promise you money. All right? Then do it then. Let me tell you the story about a security guard... Uh, in England, okay? Sure. He's, uh... Probably a few of them. Uh, why is this one special? Why well, do we care? if you just wait for two seconds, I'll tell you why you should care about him. Um, he was outside of Morrison's. It's like a supermarket over in the, in, in, in England. Yeah, okay. And of course, England is very rainy a lot of the time. I have heard that, yes. Uh, he was currently drizzling, uh, when this guy, the security guard, uh, saw a dog. A golden retriever, an old sort of golden retriever, right? Or maybe it's Labrador. I can never tell them apart. Sure. Uh, And he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure this dog stays dry. And what he does, he's standing in the rain, holding an umbrella over an old dog. Is that it? Is that all the story is? Well, yeah, but it's nice. He's standing in the oh, rain. It's fine. I mean, He's standing in the rain, making sure an old dog doesn't get drizzled on. Does he, does he need to stand in the rain? Can you not just bring the dog undercover? Well, no, it's tied up. It, it doesn't, you know, it's not oh. his dog. It's a dog. Someone's obviously gone into the shops and left the dog tied up outside. And, uh, and he's made sure that that dog stays dry. Untied. Dry as a bone. You need can't, to be you can't move someone's dog. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I do it all the time. You can't. <laughs> 
Uh, it's since gone viral. They identified him as D- Deerman, is his name. Uh, okay. And uh, The dog or the man? The man's called Deerman. The dog was called Fred. Uh, <laughs> Interesting, because it sounds like... The other way around. It, yeah. uh, apparently, Deerman was quoted as saying, you never know how dogs feels about the rain. Isn't that nice? You never know how dogs feels about the rain. It's a, it's a poorly put together article, hey, isn't don't, it? don't say that to Deerman, all right? He's a hero. He's been hailed as a hero. He's <laughs> gone viral on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, that's it, really. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, it's fine. How do you it? feel? <laughs> I feel like Demon didn't need to get wet. Did, did, who cares? Demon's already he's, he's sacrificing his own dryness for the dog's dryness. Yeah, well, Making just, sure he's an old dog. You don't want the old dog to catch a cold. My opinion you? of England is that the country is always just wet anyway. So yeah. he, but he would have ended up wet anyway. Demon or the dog? Demon. And the dog. Well, no, but, yeah, It's that, a damp it, country. Exactly. That's the whole point. That's why he's such a hero. I'm saying get used to being damp. You live nah. in England. Yeah. About a wet man and a dry dog. Oh, yeah. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit CQ. Shark attacks are an unfortunate reality of living along the Cap Coast. Of course. Uh, you know, we do hear a lot of stories from time to time of mm. unfortunate attacks. Yeah, recently. A couple, yeah. To a passing, it's unfortunate. Mm. Which is why, if you're in a situation where you know well enough to stick away from there, you would think that you would stick away from, you know, shark-infested waters. Yeah, well, you know, isn't all waters shark-infested to well, some degree? There are some beaches that you know that we have the drums and stuff. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm talking about right now, 29 year old uh, up near Cairns. She was filming at Fitzroy Island, and. She's had gone for a bit of a swim and mm. has unfortunately been attacked by a shark. Now, I should say she is she is okay. She had some significant leg injuries, yep. but she's in a stable condition uh, at the Cairns Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the reason why she was up there, she was she's a documentary filmmaker. Sure. Very cool. Lots of interesting stories worth telling up there, I'd imagine. Yeah. She is a documentary filmmaker, specifically filming a documentary right now on sharks. Mm. She went up there because she knew there were lots of sharks. Uh, okay. And, and she got bit by a shark. And on her day off, she decided, you know what, I've had a stressful time shooting this so far. Let me go for a swim. And on the day off, got bit by a shark. Mm, yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, ma- maybe I'm missing something here. Yeah. But as a documentary filmmaker who mm. is specifically shooting something on sharks. You probably know where they are, right? You know how? Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know where they're hanging out. I think that's probably an overconfidence thing, right? You're like, oh, I know sharks so well. I know that they would never bite me, Is but then they would. One of those things where it's like, um, you see lion tamers and stuff from like circuses back in the day. Or have you seen the video of the people that like, uh, they work, they go to like, they have like uh, crocodiles in zoos and they're like, hey, look, I'll put my arm, I can put my hand in its oh, mouth. yeah. And then they get attacked. Because they're wild animals. Yeah. People don't know any different. Well, she's not trying to tame them, though. She's just trying to film them. Yeah, but she's... I mean, I'm, I feel like if you understand the psychology of a shark, which I imagine as a documentary <laughs> Is film there maker, much psychology in a shark? I would imagine I think there's... it's just swim, 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 bite. Swim, 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 bite. I would be shocked if there's not more to it than that. I don't think there is. Oh, it's just swimming and biting. <laughs> is it? 
I, I don't know. I feel like there's like probably like a lot. They're like a massive predator in the water. I'm sure there's more to it. Anyway, mm. um, she got, there's like videos of her coming out of the water um, and as they take her into the ambulance. She's like, I still bloody love sharks. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah. Still, she's still keen on the sharks. She'll, she'll be back in the water. Um, professionals. So the Queensland Ambulance Service, they believe that she was attacked by a shark. Uh, but Fitzroy Island Resort Chief, uh, bloke Glenn McDonald, reckons he's like, we don't actually know. <laughs> Glenn what- McDonald said that. Glenn McDonald. The Glenn McDonald. She goes, no one's actually seen a shark. Right. We actually don't know. Well, what else could have bitten it that like significantly injures her leg? Matt, I don't know. Shark's the only thing that I know that goes swim, mm. swim, swim, bite. <laughs> that's, that's it. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Secret. Phone lines are wide open right now if you want to have a guess. Uh, if you know what breed of dog this is, <laughs> give us a call. 13 12 16 is the phone number. Uh, you guess correctly today. Could score yourselves Santa Paws 2. <laughs> the Santa Pups. Wow. Santa a- Paws 2. The Santa Pups. Limited edition. All new Disney holiday classic is born. Starring a brand new litter of the cutest talking pups ever. Hope, Jingle, Charity and Noble. Mm. Uh... I didn't even know there was a first Santa Pups movie, but yes, you could win this if you do give us a call. We need some calls. 13, 12, 16, if you know what breed of dog this bark belongs to. <coughs> Last week, uh, we played with a poodle. It took four weeks to get it done. I bet you no one can guess this one. Well, no one's it- calling, so obviously no one can. It's obviously <laughs> the trickiest dog bark we've ever played with. This Oop, too quiet. This is this baffles me that no one's calling right now. We have it's like, too hard, Nick. Every oh, week no. we get like ten calls for this bloody game, <laughs> and then this is the week where it's a fresh dog and no one wants to have a crack. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's get into some calls. We got Mate. the phone lines lighting up now. Here we go. Uh, who do we have here? Oh, uh, Jackson. Jackson, tell us, buddy, what dog do you reckon it is? I think it might be a foxy. A foxy. foxy. <laughs> I can get the foxy. It's a nice. It's definitely a. It sounds like a smaller dog anyway. Size appropriate. Ooh, sorry, Jackson. Sorry. Can't. <laughs> Don't know what that voice was. <laughs> hey, you're with Nick and Hato. Who's this? G'day, Neil here. Oh, Neil, tell us, but not a foxy. What do you reckon? Is it a kelpie? A kelpie. You would also be incorrect. Sorry. Hey, we're just trying to get those phone lines lighting up. 13, 12, 16. Not a foxy. Not a kelpie. Who do we have with us right now? Yeah, Bruce. 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 What do you reckon it is? A husky. A husky. Okay, what, why do you reckon it's a husky? Oh, I just I've got a, a different sort of a bark. Do they really? That feels, it feels too small to be a husky, Hater. I would, I would have imagined a husky barks like real deep and like... No, no they've got a bit of a yap with them. Really? There you go. All right. Well, Well, unfortunately, it is not a husky. Can't help you, Brucey. Let's take one more. Uh, 13, 12, 16. Who do we have here? Uh, You got Adam. 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 All right, buddy. Uh, Not a foxy, not a kelpie, not a husky. What do you reckon? Cocker Spaniel, isn't it? Cocker Spaniel. Very confident. It's Cocker Spaniel, isn't it? It's almost too easy. (laughs) Not even a game. Unfortunately, no, it is not correct. It is not a, uh, whatever you said. Can't help you out there, Adam. (laughs) Adam hung up before I could even get to him. He's like, ah. Fair enough. Idiots don't know what they're doing. Well, what's exciting now is next week, this jackpots. (laughs) If you're not breeder dog, this is give us a ring next week. You win the Santa Paws 2, the Santa Uh, Pups. We couldn't be further away from Christmas, just by the way. (laughs) We could be. It's not like March would have been further away. 
Or is it in but, the sort of the rear view by then? Yeah, that's the sort of font afterwards. I'm looking know. forward to Christmas. Christmas is the best. Let's have a bit of Christmas in July next week when we play Secret Hand again. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Uh, everyone is missing international holidays, I think, right, Nick? You always see people like, oh, mm. the borders are closed. Oh, I had a trip to Bali planned. Oh. Well, we, have, we haven't been able to go overseas for, what, like bordering on five even maybe six months. Yeah, I don't know. We I think we Been had an international holiday. Luckily, just before it all went down. I so, think about that all the time. We really got in by the skin of our teeth. Yeah, I'm very grateful. So I'm not I'm not really hankering to leave anytime soon. No. Uh, but a lot of people are. And yeah. over in Taiwan, uh, they are all hankering to go on international holidays. So the Taiwanese uh, airport, one of them, uh, have created an ingenious plan. I think sure. to allow people to feel like they're traveling internationally without breaking any. Any lockdown laws without, you know, travelling internationally. Are they just sort of theming, uh, like, hotels? Like, oh, this is the Spain-themed hotel. It's like you're going to Spain. This no. This is the Aussie-themed one. Uh, this idea is dumber. But I well, think... that's it... a good idea by me, to be honest. <laughs> it's not. It what, is. What's a Spain-themed hotel look like? Uh, mostly there's a, there's a loose bull in one of the rooms. Tapath, and there's a guy playing soccer. Okay, that's good. Uh, so what they're doing is they are basically doing a fake flight. So the idea is that you uh, have to rock up to the airport three hours early. Uh, I think there's a fake destination. You have to show your passport to security. They print out a little boarding pass for you. You have to wait in line. You have to check your bags. You have to do all the rigmarole to uh, fly internationally. Yep. And then you everyone boards the plane. Um, but you get on the plane. You sit down. Why? You're not allowed to go anywhere. Well, that's, that doesn't matter because you get on the plane and you look at the window and go, oh, we're about to take off. And then they go, all right, that's it. And then everyone gets back off the plane and then goes home. Oh. That's the idea. Do you like it? This is <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so the, I don't think, and I don't know, and you know, everyone's yeah. different, of course. Mm. But I thought, but no one thinks that the best part of an international, of like a holiday, is the airport part. That's the worst part right. of any holiday. The, the chaos and the stresses of getting to your flight on time, drive my boarding pass, what's my gate number? Yeah, no, mate, it's not the destination, it's the journey, obviously. That's not true. That is true, apparently, in Taiwan. How popular do you think this is? They, they open it up so they can only have 60 people, uh, but how many people do you think applied to be a part of this experience? I don't know, like a few dozen, I suppose, because, I mean, it's not good. 7,000 people wanted to do it. Oh, my God. They cut it down from 7,000 to 60. They could only let 60 people in. And, uh, from 7,000 7, to 60 people. Yep. They're only doing it once. I guess so. I'm not sure. They'll oh, probably so do it God. again. I think you probably make a bit of money from it. So um, do you actually take off and do a lap or do you just sit no, in the no, plane? No, no, no. You don't leave the... The plane does not leave the tarmac. Wheels do no. not go up. When you're on the plane, though, instead of doing the whole... Uh, or they might do this as well, but you know how you do the speech about plane safety or whatever? Yeah, here's your seatbelts, there's the exits. It's it's replaced with a, say, a, a speech about how coronavirus spreads and how to stop the spread of coronavirus and stuff. So, you know, it's doing good. Are they are they doing the social distancing thing on the plane? Uh, it doesn't appear like it. They're just sitting on a regular plane. Like they're sitting they next were, to some, each other? A couple of them are wearing face masks. Or a lot of them are wearing face masks, but for the most part, they're I very mean, close to each other. Are they... I mean, maybe I'm missing something here. Mm. Maybe the Taiwanese government are smarter than me. Yep. Maybe. Probably not, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you are Nick Fiat. <laughs> I'm the Nick. But my, if they're getting them on the plane to try and teach them about coronavirus and being mm. smart and safe... What? Don't cram them in. Don't cram. Don't cram them next to each other. That's yeah. like the worst way to, you know, best way to catch it. Really. That was the Nick and Hado catch up. Listen live weekdays from six a.m. on Hits.